In an effort to take Pearland schools to the exemplary rating they would eventually attain, Dr. Bonnie Kane looked to challenge assumptions and uncover answers behind peculiarities in the rating system. You know, we had some teachers who were highly pra uh, praised, had high appraisals in the district, but yet their students didn't seem to perform that well. And we other, had other teachers that we were wondering, you know, they didn't seem to do well in the appraisal, but their, their scores were off the top. So we hired a research company to come in and compare those and see as a district what we were doing or not doing that we needed to do better. And even that research group said they had never even heard of this. We have a program called Just One Thing because at one time we, you know, we weren't always exemplary. What we started asking was, well, why aren't we? They found answers to that question in a number of places. Teachers have a large amount of demands on their time, certainly. The Just One Thing program that Dr. Kane mentioned was designed to eliminate elements that got in the way of teaching students. But they also dug deeper to determine how teachers could be more effective across the board. And the study found some areas where many teachers needed to make adjustments. Dr. Kane talks about the process of getting everyone to buy into change and at the same time overcoming resistance to it. The way you get back past that is for one, to, to edify the teacher and let them know that you, you do not want them to change that unique style that they have. We don't want cookie-cutter teachers, but there are X number of essential elements that we want to see in a lesson. We want to see a spiral warm-up, you know, that when the teacher come, when the kids come in, they shouldn't be sitting there throwing, you know, wondering what to do and chatting. There should be a problem, three problems on the wall, on the blackboard or the whiteboard, and uh, the, the kids are working on that so that they're focused it's a little review of yesterday's lesson. It's uh, a question maybe that they've been struggling with that the teacher wants to make. You know, so there's three questions. The teacher, meanwhile, is doing all the housekeeping stuff. So as soon as she's done, okay, let's, let's look at the answer to those questions. And they start, the lesson actually started, you know, five minutes ago when the kids walked in. And they, they're deep enough that the kids know they've they got to hurry up and start working on it. So there's pieces to a lesson. Now, we don't care how they kind of work around getting those questions answered, but there are questions that we need to know the kids need to have. So we're still trying to keep those components. And then there's kind of an anticipatory set that uh, whenever you teach a lesson, you want the kids to kind of focus and wonder what the lesson's about. There's, you know, certain pieces like how the teacher monitors and adjusts as she's teaching. And you want to keep that level of concern to the point that the kids engage in the lesson, but you don't want it so high that they're just frustrated. So those are you separate the pieces of instruction that you want the teachers to hang on to and have that are key to success, but at the same time, they can put a certain amount of their own twist on it. In the process of making these changes, were there any areas in particular where you had to overcome a lot of resistance? Oh, absolutely. Uh, there's a, you know, we're all kind of stuck in our ways, and we, we like to do things the way we've been doing because we're very comfortable. Let me give you an example with the dinosaur unit. Uh, most teachers in elementary school love the dinosaur unit, and there's probably not teaching about dinosaurs. And there's probably not a lesson more loved by kids than the dinosaur lessons. Mm -hmm. And they're usually in a theme, some kind of thematic unit. It's probably over a month. You know, the spelling words are dinosaur, prehistoric type words. The uh, social studies lesson is about what's going on in the earth at that time. Uh, reading is reading stories about dinosaurs. So it's a thematic unit on dinosaurs. Everybody loves it. Well, and teachers love teaching it. And over time, you get a pretty darn good lesson because you start saving stuff. You know, you'll buy yeah. the real nice dinosaur models. So, uh, but with tax, we weren't doing well in third grade tax. Well, it's because we were spending a month that everybody else was spending teaching the tax objectives, and we're teaching dinosaurs. 
So whenever we said the dinosaur units need to, one of two things, they need to either go or they need to be after the tax test. Well, you would think that, yes, there was a lot of resistance to that. The parents were upset because younger kids were looking forward to Miss So-and-So's dinosaur unit. And now Miss, you know, and she's taught dinosaurs in October for 25 years. So, yes, those kinds of things were resistant. There was a, 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 an idea that, you know, why should someone be checking my lesson plans? You know, I, I'm a teacher. I'm a professional. Uh, so, yes, there was some resistance, just like in any workplace. You know, people kind of get in their habits, and, and, and it's just shifting that thinking to realize that we have a goal and we need to all work together to, to reach that goal. We'll continue our week-long visit with Dr. Bonnie Kane tomorrow as she analyzes more of the steps that lifted Pearland ISD to an exemplary rating. You can hear more of our interview, as well as prior stories on her selection, online at kwbu.org. For KWBU News, I'm Derek Smith.